Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. There might be something in your life that labeled you. And it could have been when you were a little kid. Could have been when you're a grown adult, but something marked you, and you got labels. In fact, it's what you call yourself. It's all over you. It's all over your arms. It's all over your neck. It's all over your heart, all over your mind. Like, you can't get away from it. It labels you. And I just feel like There's so much peace in God that God wants to give us. But a lot of times we can't hear him. We can't get past all the labels that are marking us. And I don't know about you, but but watching this brought me back to the moments where I was labeled. Can you remember those moments? And it could have been your parents arguing. could have been you felt alone. You could have felt abandoned, neglected, unloved, not chosen. I mean, you name it, you felt dirty, and you've carried that every day. And you can't explain it to anybody, but every day you pick up those labels and you walk around with them, and they become you. You can't even tell where you stop and the labels start because they become your identity. And everybody that meets you, everybody that talks to you, everybody that has a conversation with you, they talk to your wrapping because you're wrapped up in it. We're teaching our kids that it's better to give than to receive. And so from time to time, we'll go through their toy room. And if you've seen our toy room, it looks like Toys R Us threw up in our toy room. It's crazy. And so we go in there, and we have the kids pick out some toys that they want to give away to kids that don't have toys because we have a lot. And so we want to give what has been given to us. But it's hard for them because they cherish these things. They're old. They're beat up. They're, some are broken. But they love it, and it's hard for them to let go. And I wonder, I don't know for sure, but I wonder If there are some things that have happened in our lives and labels and identity crises that we carry and hold on to. And God wants to give us his label on our lives. He wants to to trade us, if you would, for his label. And yet we hold on and we say we don't know. And it's not their fault because my kids haven't lived long enough to understand that it's better to give than receive. And they haven't lived long enough to receive the favor. And to understand the life of favor is way better than the life of greed. They don't understand that yet. It's not their fault. And I wonder if, if a lot of us don't understand the life of peace because we've never had it. We don't know what that feels like. <laughs> because everything that's happened to us has marked us. It keeps us up at night. We can't truly love our kids, our spouse our friends, because we're so marked and so labeled that we can't get past and know who we are. 
In Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I was praying about this because I was like, God, how do we get rid of these labels? I mean, think about it. Let's put it all on the table, okay, because we do life around tables because we do life together. Let's put it all on the table. We are all labeled people. We're hurt, and we're walking around hurting other hurt people. It's a cycle. You go to work. Someone talks to you wrong. You hurt them. You lash out. Why? Because you got a label. You're looking at that invisible and that dirty, and you feel unloved. And so when someone comes against that, you lash out, not because of them, but because of who you think you are. Oh, my God. How can we drop the labels? How can we drop the wrapping and get onto the gift, the gift that's inside of us? How do we do it? And he spoke this to me, and it was so encouraging to me. I hope it encourages you too. He said, I want to redefine you. I want to renew you. I can't take away the past. And what we got to get past is that we think that the past is just going to go away. That's not the cure. Let me just encourage you with this, and this is going to be freeing for a lot of you. Life happens and will always happen and will never stop happening. So when you wake up tomorrow and life hits again and something happens that doesn't make sense and it brings you into chaos, guess what? That's life. It doesn't stop. Life doesn't stop. And taking away the past, taking away those words that were said, that's not the cure. That's not the way that we find out who we truly are. It's when God takes our past and redefines it renews it, and lets it become something new for us. And we understand that we went through that so that God would show us this and be prepared for this season. God wants to renew you. He wants to redefine you. And you have to look into, what does God call you? Because last time I read and last time I looked, God called us chosen. God called us loved. God said, I love the world so much. I love you so much that I sent my one and only son. That's why we celebrate Christmas. It's because of the love that he showed. You're loved. You're wanted. You're desired. But so many times we don't want to let go and we have our fists clenched around our labels and our identities saying, God, it's scary. I can't let go. It's the unknown. I'm sorry, I'm emotional. I'm a mess today. This thing has wrecked me, man. But isn't that how God works? He wrecks you, then he rebuilds you, and he renews you, and strengthens you, makes you better than you were before. And I feel like today's a healing process for a lot of us that have been marked and we've walked in here so heavy, whether you know it or not, or whether you realize it or everybody else realizes it, you walked in and you're heavy. And today, man, all this stuff might have brought up a lot of stuff. We've been talking about this as a team. This brings up a lot of things in our heart. Okay, what do you do with that now? What do you do with those feelings? What do you do with those labels? And the answer is in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. I love this scripture so much because it speaks the language of the Father. And this is what I would tell my kids. 
if they were carrying their labels and they were in pain, this is what I would tell them. He says, come to me. <laughs> come to me, all who are weary, all who are burdened, and I will give you rest. I don't know if you're guilty of this. I know I am. I don't always go to him. I turn to me. I turn to my wife. I turn to my job. I get busy. I, I just get my mind off of it. I don't come to him all the time. But he says, hey, you want to find peace? You got to come to the peacemaker, the one who invented and created and spoke peace into the world. You can't go to everybody else because they're not full of peace. Only the one who created peace is the only one that can give peace. And yet we go to each other. Yo, you got to give me peace. Yo, you got you to gotta help me get my mind off this. Yo, and it's not fair because we're all hurt and broken trying to put our brokenness on each other. And we can't handle it. It's hard. It's too heavy. But if we'll come to the one who can handle it all and say, God, I'm weary and I'm broken and life is hit and life has happened. And this is years of burden that I'm bringing to you. He says, that's okay. Come to me. I'm God. And I will give you rest. I will give you rest. Because it's in him that we're redefined. It's in him that our lives are transformed because he renews our mind. If you change your mind, you can change everything else. But you have to start on the battle that's going inside. And today I feel like this is just one of those moments where like we're having like a family gathering in the living room. You know what I'm saying? We've all gathered around and, and we even brought some donuts into this and some hot cocoa, some feel-good stuff. And I feel like it's okay to be real here. If you can't be real here, then what is church, Right? And you got to know, you know, I hear a lot of people say, well, I got to get right before I go to church. <laughs> Absolutely not. This place is full of broken people. This place is full of people who have been labeled by the world, who have been hit hard by life. And we're all coming together just to follow him because he's the only one that knows how to do this thing right. And God sent him so we'd know how to do it. He said, let me show you how to do this thing on earth. It's going to be hard. It's going to be a lot of things to work through. But let me give you Jesus because Jesus is the answer. He's the only thing that can cure. He's the only thing that can label you right. He's the only thing that can take care of all that pain, all that regret, all that shame. All those things that you carry, he's the only one that can handle it. So we're all here broken together following the one who makes us whole. And today, I encourage you as a part of the family, once you find healing in him, find rest in him. Daughter, You've carried that long, 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 way too long. Son, you were not meant to carry that. You were not meant to be labeled that. And let me just start by apologizing for those that have labeled you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But let me introduce you to the one who can relabel you. And his name is Jesus. 
I want to take a moment. And if you're comfortable with this, it's awesome. But I just want to rest in his presence because I feel like a lot of us in this room, we have labels and we just need to surrender. And for my kids giving up toys, it's, it's a silly thing, but it's like they can't let go because they carry it too much, but they don't understand the joy in the surrender. There's joy in surrender because when we surrender our lives, we take on his peace. And we surrender our labels, we take on his labels. And when we surrender who we are, we take on who he is. And he's perfect. And he's holy. And he's loving. And he's peace. He's joy. He's strength. He's everything we need. So when we surrender, we actually receive more than we gave up in the first place. I want to take a moment today. And if you would, would you just stand to your feet? And I want to rest in his presence. I want to rest in his presence. Thank you, sir. A lot of you have labels, things that have marked you, and I don't know what they are, but you do. And you, you, I mean, I don't know about you, but through this whole entire movie, I've been like searching myself saying, what are the labels? Sometimes I feel abandoned. Sometimes I feel neglected. Sometimes I feel lost. Sometimes I feel unloved. Whatever that is, would you take a moment and would you just give it to Jesus? And if you feel comfortable, just raise your hands. Make it a physical thing. Raise your hands and say, God, I surrender these labels to you. I surrender these things that I've placed as identity things that I've placed as my own. I've made them my own. And God, today, I want to surrender it to you. I want to give it up to you, Jesus, because you're the only one that can handle it. You're the only one. Come on, rest in his presence. And as you surrender, won't you feel him speaking new life over you, that you're chosen, that you're loved, that you're his dreamer, that you're his creative, that you're his world changer. You're his peace giver. You're the one. Come on, mom, receive that. He's given you strength for those little ones. Come on, dad. He's given you new ideas, creating new wisdom. Come on, student. He's given you that new life, those things that were spoken over you. He's taken those things, and he's given you new names, new names to hold on to. What he calls you, what he calls you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Yeah. And oh, what a Savior. Isn't he wonderful? Sing hallelujah. Christ is risen. Sing bow down. Bow down before him, for he is Lord of all. Sing hallelujah, Christ is risen. Thank you, Jesus. God, we thank you that we can come to you broken, weary, burdened. And God, you pour your joy. You pour your peace. You don't take away life, but you give us the strength to make it through life. You don't take away the problems, but you give us a process of how to process the problems. You give us power to make it through the problems. You give us everything we need.
to make it through everything that comes our way. So God, we surrender who we are to you. We surrender our labels. We surrender our names. We surrender everything that's marked us. And we pick up who you are, what you call us. We love you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Before you're seated, I want to do something. Uh, if I can have my family up here. We're going to move into our year-end offering. And I'm excited about this because it's more than money. This is about spreading who Jesus is into next year. This is planting seed on purpose. And let me tell you this. I don't believe in just planting seed anywhere. All right? And hear me on this because there's a lot of things to put seed into. A lot of things. And I always pray, God, help it to be good, good soil for my seed because I want to harvest. Right? Isn't that what you want? I want to harvest with my seed. I don't want to just give money to give money. I want to see things happen with my money. I want to see things happen in my city, in my family, in those around me that I love. What's up? How you doing? This is my family. I want to come together because we're believing for this next year for it to be our city, our time. And we're owning my family, my time. And you're owning your family, your time, and your finances, and your time, and your job, and your school, and your work, and your neighborhood. Come on, somebody. We're owning God's plan for our city. And it starts with us. It starts with us. Sometimes we pray, God, let a movement happen. He's like, I'm, I'm waiting on you to move because you are my movement. I sent you to the earth to change it. We're the change agents. And so we surrender who we are to God and we say, God, we're going to give what we, we've been praying over what we're going to give and we're pledging today. I challenge you and I encourage you, be a part of what God's going to do in 2018 because it's going to be the best year yet. It's going to be the best year yet. Are you claiming that over your family? I'm claiming that over my family. It's going to be the greatest year yet. And we're not, we're not, also we did this and Ashley mentioned this, but we're not looking back. We only look back once. And I said, baby, I want to see what we've given in the past because I don't want to settle for yesterday's manna. And I saw what God did when we gave that, so I don't want to settle for that. I want to see what more he can do. Because I don't want to settle. I've seen what he can do in past years, and that just encourages me to keep pressing on and put more into it because I can see his power at work already. What can he do if we really get involved in this thing? So we come together today. This is a family thing. We come together, and we say, all right, we're bringing all that we have to the table. It's not about equal giving. It's about equal, equal sacrifice. And so we all say, hey, we're all going to sacrifice for this thing because we care because Jesus showed us generosity, and that's why we're so generous that's why we're a crazy, generous church. Amen? That's why. Because we've accepted who he is and, and the generosity he's given us. How can we not give it out? We've accepted his love and, and forgiveness. How can we not give it out? How can we not be the most forgiving people on the face of the planet? And we're teaching the next generation what it is to be generous so that it's normal for them. So that they step on the foundation that we've laid and go further than we've ever been before. We're building bridges for the next generation. And so today, let's pray over what we're going to give. Let's pray over what we're going to pledge. And I, I challenge you, make a faith pledge. And, and really pray that God would lead you in this. Because this isn't just a flippant thing. We don't just write numbers. We don't just do. We do it because God said this is what, we, what he wants us to do. And so let's pray. Let's pray together over what God wants to do in our city, in our family, in our finances, in our careers, in our music, in our creativity. What does God want to do? Let's pray. God, we love you and we trust you. 
And we thank you for all the things that you're doing in us and through us. God, you're using us. And we are so honored to be a part of your plan for Philadelphia, your plan for our families, our schools, our workplaces, our neighborhoods. Thank you, Jesus. And God, we pray that you would bless what we're going to give today. Bless it abundantly. Make it go forward and do more than we could ever make it do on our own. By your power and your spirit, we invest this into the kingdom. I pray that 2018 would be a year like none other. We would see life change. Come on, somebody join me in this. We would see life change happen. We'd see families come together, reunite over the love of Jesus Christ. We'd see marriages be restored. We'd see addictions be broken. Come on, somebody. We'd see the power of Jesus come alive in our city. We see people come alive to their purpose, know why they're here. In the name of Jesus, we pray all these things. And everybody shouted, amen. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.